up in that area. Big treat was a when All right, have a good show. All right. Ooh, Jesus. Flat Black Plastic Mutiny
and the silver screen, the tube, and we go back to seeing movies. And this is sort of a cheap prison picture. Standard thing, the guy's making up license plates, got the numbers, you know. And, uh, you know, the guy in the jute mill, and Father Duffy. And, uh, the warden, you know, sort of a dumpy guy, the belt drops down below the navel. Um, and they're playing softball, going along by the walls, you know. Help me, help me, trying to get out. So the opening, the opening scene is in the warden's office. And he's there with his head guard, and the situation is that he's been holed up in his office for about 39 hours. No food or water or anything. And down in front of him is Tiger Elliot, a lifer who's trying to get out. You'll find that's true quite often of lifers. They get a little horny, you know. And I'm sorry, I hope I didn't offend any horny people. But um, it's true. True, you put a guy in for a little while in solitary, you know, and read the magazine. And, um, I've seen guys in rooms do that, you know. You can read the Get In Bible just so long, and then you gotta go downstairs. <laughs> but um, he's sort of, you know, sucking on a tangerine, and he talks to his guard and says something like this. I can't understand this, Ted. This thing that this boy is doing is criminal. Just criminal. If this hadn't happened, I might well have been up for the governorship. The thing that I don't understand, Ted, is how the devil did he get three Sherman tanks in here? Don't tell me he snuck those in the loaf of bread. No. How about it, Ted? I don't know. I avoid it. It's one of those things that just got out of hand and no, no. Don't be a brownie. Come on. Cut it out. You goofed. It's apparent. This is the warden, Tiger. I know you're down there. Now give this thing up. Crime does not pay. Trite as that may sound, Galen Drake, whatever you want to say, it doesn't. We'll get you sooner or later. Now I cause a scene. I don't want to call in the state police and the National Guard and have this thing on television. Come on, boy, give it up. Well, we know one thing, he's armed. Yes, come on in, Father Duffy, come on in. I'm sorry you're in here at this time to see this. These are my children. Tiger's not a bad boy. He isn't. Well, for your information, Father, he's just killed 12 of my best men. I'd call that Henri, wouldn't you? Now, if you don't shape up, you're going back to Boys Town. Let me go down and talk to Tiger. Let me go down and talk to him. All right, Father, stand back. Get away from there. Get away from there. It's the warden again, Tiger. Now, get this and get it straight. Father Duffy's coming down. Any funny business, and I don't know what we'll do, throw inkwells or tangerines. We'll do something. Do you hear that, Tiger? Go ahead, Father. Hello there, Tiger. It's Father Duffy. Sorry you come down, Pops. I made too many plans. I gotta cut out of this mill. <laughs> <laughs>
You ain't gonna stand in my way. I don't wanna have to spin that color around a couple of times. Now you get out of my way, father. Father Duffy. Look at it this way. Who took you out of the library and put you in the jute mill so you learned it? Gave you the little Willie Sutton makeup kit on Saturdays. Come on, boy, give me the gun. Now! Give me the gun, son. Now!
Cecilia Castro Salvador
Plastic. Flap Like Plastic Mutiny Radio. FM.
tried to make it Sunday, but I got so Freebase about eight months straight. My bitch left me, I went crazy. 
But I fell in love with this pipe. This pipe controlled my very being. This mother say, don't answer the phone. We have smoking to do. All the pipe is talking about, now come on. Don't put me down anywhere where I might fall. Cause it's two in the morning and it's hard to get one of me. And when I first did it, I knew it was gonna fuck me up, but I had to do it. Stunt just had to be hip. This mother said, you ever tried this rich? This motherfucker said he gonna string me out. There's a dope dealer that need me to get hooked so he can get some free bass. You know what I mean? This dude, he just used to snort a little coat like this one. I saw him and he's, I said, what's wrong with you? This motherfucker was talking about, I remember free bass. I said, what? Free bass. He told me he saw Jesus. I said, well, okay. And he said, you do it in women to do it. And that's how he got me. Women will fuck. He said, give something to your old lady, she'll fuck. I should have known if it's my old lady, naturally she gonna fuck. I forgot. I thought I was tricking somebody that was giving me pussy. It started out innocently enough. You know, every now and then. Little bass. No, no, no. That's what he said. No, no, no. Bass. Fuck it. Nah. Then pretty soon, I noticed I wasn't walking as far away from the pipe as I used to. Because I used to walk, I put the pipe and I go, ah, fuck. hey, I'd be all out in here and shit. Then motherfuckers that you used to share with you go, hey, ain't you got none of your own shit? I was out one night and we was doing it and a woman said, the fire doesn't last long enough. And we kept trying to get it. I said, what kind of fire do you want? And the dude said, the kind that lasts forever. I'm just telling you about a junkie. I was, and I didn't know it. I kept saying, I can quit any time I want to. Finally, one day myself said, when? I said, and I thought you liked me. You gonna ask me that. don't give a fuck when you're a junkie. You will not admit it. You will find excuses to smoke or shoot up or something. You'll be, hey, look. Rich, you gotta go to work. Hey, I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> Fucking, I ain't going to motherfucker. And you go in the room, you lay down and say, you understand, don't you? Then after a while, you start sneaking around. Cause I, I have parents, I did at this time. My aunties and shit were still alive and they loved me, but they wouldn't say nothing to me that was like obvious. They, should, they say shit like, oh, you a chemist, huh, son? <laughs> no, can you move that so we can fix the greens? No, baby, you ain't no drink. No, Lord. <laughs>
You are the warm and cheerful Libra. You're so charming, why you can charm the birds right off the trees. Snow White did that too, only she was smart. She got them to clean the house. But not you, you're so kind, so sweet, so good, so sickening. I mean, I mean sensitive and creative. You are the sign of the scales, and equilibrium is your way of life. Sometimes just plain librium is your way of life. You insist upon seeing the world through rose-colored glasses, and you breathe
Mr. Wallpaper. Oh, and look at that potted plant. Beautiful. Hello, Miss Plant. Would you care to be seated? Care to? I'd love it. Now I just, uh... Oh, hello, Mr. Chair. Uh, say this is nice and comfy. I love a folding chair. Good, good. Now, could you tell me your name, please? Oh, what a marvelous question. Well, you ready? Norma Nice. Norma, right, tell me, where do you live? Oh, another perfect question. I live in a small furnished room with kitchen privileges. Love it, just love it. You know, it's so homey, I share a bath and all. So friendly. You know, lots of wonderful transients there. Address? The Bowery. Uh, what is your occupation? I'm a dishwasher. <laughs> oh, it's very fulfilling, you know. You know, Norma, you really seem to see the bright side of things. Thank you. I mean, it's the only side to look at. You know, I've got so much to be thankful for. Yeah. I mean, you have. <laughs> but how can you be so optimistic when you consider the world situation? What world situation? <laughs> well, I mean, look at the headlines. Oh, right. that. You were silly. I mean, if you start thinking about things like that, you're going to get depressed. Listen, you know what I always say? I always say, if everyone would light just one little candle, I mean, if people would let a smile be their umbrella, you know, if they climbed every mountain and they in every street. You know, if they teach a few larks to pray, they never walk alone. If they'd only walk on through the sun, walk on through the rain. Walk this way, Norma.
Plastic MutinyRadio.fm Stars and moon 
coming up on dead time shining on everyone coming up on darkness Let me know another lonely day has come and because uh, Pete told us to come and uh, whatever Pete proposes he don't get no noses <laughs> we think 1980 is a very good year for reunions if Pete hadn't called us together I was fixing to retire to the old folks home in Washington but it was just taken We have a thought from the, for the year by our old friend Yip Harburg. Democracy gives us a choice of which machine to vote with or choose which brand of razor blade you'd rather cut your throat with. <laughs> We've been around long enough to tell you, be of good cheer. Uh, this too will pass. kidney stones in my nose. Sometimes I wonder as I call
from Galen Drake. <laughs> Remember him? Now, a word for today. Walk up the great hill and walk down it. And you can say, you walked. <laughs> you know, and then the guy always tags it by saying, I like that. <laughs> and here's this poor little housewife with a Pillsbury cake saying, ah, I love to go to movies, and this is one thing that keeps me out of trouble. This is a little jungle picture. There'll be a lot of people here, I hope, my age, and some won't remember, but the Richard Arlen, the Johnny Downs, Richard Dix, these were always people that were in the B pictures, and we still see a lot of B pictures today. Only thing is, Richard Dix isn't in them anymore, or Johnny Downs. But I always used to get tied up with those type of shows. They were a little cheaper. They were 15 cents, and you had to pay a quarter downtown area. So I walked over, reached up, and put my little dime, and said, Link them in. <laughs> and the woman pinched my face until the vessels broke. <laughs> and said, Go on in, you little devil. Ow! So this is, a, this is a jungle picture. With a great message, you know, the two naval flyers and they're lost somewhere over. We call this picture the Lost Island. And they're flying along in a U.S. Navy plane. They're one's, you know, J.G., the other fellow's a commander. And they're saying uh, something like this. You've seen these type of pictures. You know? Fred, we're running out of gas. We don't stand a chance. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I think we can make it. Oh, we can make it. I think we can make it, really. Oh, we don't stand a chance. Look, the gas, we're shot. You're right, we don't. <laughs> now what we've got to do is find a place where there's a clearing here in all this horrible jungle with snakes and insects and horrible savages and things of that nature. I'll take over the controls, clown. All right, take it easy, buddy. Going right into those palm trees. Leap out the thing for you. Swept up the plane. like this. The goggles are down, hanging around his neck. And the scarf is falling out of the ground. They get out. And suddenly, Are 
certain dress manufacturer with whom I did a big job. A big job. I did a job. Well, not exactly a job. I sold them some sample cuts. And they returned them the following season. Well, this man was no war baby. He made his money long before the war by virtue of the fact that when he produced a garment, it was 100% address. He made better stuff. Not exactly better stuff. The better type of cheap junk. When he produced that dress, I give you my word, the skirt had a full sleeve, beautiful finished seams, longer arms, gorgeous neckline. Of course, he used a cheaper buckle. How then could he produce the garment? You see, he lost money and never dressed. But the volume took care of You know as well as I do, even if you lose money, so long you ship a lot. Because the discount covers it. Now, he built himself a home out in the country, and he took a buyer out for the weekend. Showed him all through the house and then out into the garden. Just take a look in the wonderful garden where they got the all different kind of flowers. Isn't that beautiful, the flowers tell the truth? Trust me, a fortune for gardeners, you haven't got the least. Take a look on the arches around this tape, today. But tell the truth, isn't the flowers beautiful? He says, they're really very beautiful. What kind of flowers are they? He said, what are you asking me? I'm not in the middle of it. <laughs> well, they walked a bit further along, and the buyer noticed these three enormous swimming pools. He says, what in the world do you need with three swimming pools? He says, what I need with three swimming pools. Shows you a buyer's a buyer. He ain't got no brain. He will be smart. He will be a buyer. <laughs> would be a manufacturer. What I need with three swimming 